This is The Matt Report, the voice of WordPress entrepreneurship. If you're running a WordPress freelance business selling themes, plugins, or client services, this is the place for you. Learn more at mattreport.com and subscribe at mattreport.com slash subscribe. And now, on to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Report. As always, I am your host, Matt, and this is the number one WordPress business podcast in the entire universe. Um, I always get to think of something. What's bigger than the galaxy universe? I don't know. I haven't asked Scott, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not good at the stars and, and planets and things like that. Uh, today, I'm joined by Dre Armada, CEO and co-founder of Sakuri, and half the talent, half, I'd say, let's go 70% of the talent at the Dradcast. Um, for those who are, who are listening, who are pro members of the Matt Report, if you are a pro member, uh, you will uh, get to enjoy Dre talking about A-B testing and finding the real data and not just guessing at how to improve your uh, website performance, conversions, customers, and things like that. Uh, want to find out more about Matt Report Pro? It's mattreport.com slash join, and as always, slash subscribe to join the mailing list. So Dre is a man who needs no introduction. Can you give us a two-minute elevator pitch who you are and what you do? Um, my name's Dre. I like long beards and long walks on the beach. No, <laughs> my name's Dre Maynard. Like you said, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Security Inc., uh, which is a website security company, end-to-end -end solutions for everybody uh, when it comes to security for your website. Um, I've been around uh, the, the WordPress space since 2004 where I built my first team uh, and then actually created a services company around WordPress, and then that turned into the whole security piece. But I... Um, I'm a 12-year Navy veteran, so I, I cut my chops in terms of uh, tech and security uh, and web stuff while I was in the Navy, um, actually overseas. I found WordPress when I was stationed in Naples, Italy. Not a lot of people know that. Um, and I'm back in Southern California, got out of the Navy quite a few years ago now, and uh, have had an exciting time building uh, a company around security and uh, and WordPress being one of you know the, the platform of my choice, but uh, certainly uh, something that's been pinnacle in us growing our business from the early days. Awesome. What what was it that you were that how, how did you find WordPress or is that top secret? No, 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 no top secret there. In fact, um, I had uh, I'd gotten on the web. Actually, I was on a going on a deployment or workups for a deployment in the late nineties, and um, and this work. I'll step back before WordPress, um, and I started designing. Uh, some um, some internal uh, websites for my squadron. In fact, uh, Chief Warrant Officer Villarreal, I'll never forget it, walks up and said, you're the resident IT, you're the geek. Here's a, a copy of Adobe Photoshop 4.5 um, and um, uh, Microsoft, uh, oh gosh, I don't even remember the name of the software. To, to, uh, Corelli like, Draw back then. Well, Microsoft's um, uh, front page, you're going to create our uh, intranet website. And I said, I had never done anything before remotely close to this. I like I, I was networking NT computers together, right? So like that goes show show my age a little bit. So I, I did that and I fell in love with it. In fact it turned into a hobby and after that I started creating some like uh, design work and some some web pages for folks and then over the next few years I developed quite a nice portfolio and I had a website that was uh, very static where I had like iframes where I would update my news and I'd had you know all these oh it's just terrible the floating Create <laughs> crazy amount of tables, inline styles, and just awesome marquees and all this cool stuff, right? Um, so I'm going away. With, there's there's got to be a better way. So now we're like 2003, 2004 time frame. Uh, I went through the gamut of, of different uh, solutions that were out there, landed on WordPress. It seemed the easiest to get launched with a theme, not understanding PHP and stuff at the time. Uh, and I got it up and created my first theme. I, I, you know, it's funny. You go back into the, uh, uh, the, the WordPress forums, and you'll see me back there in 2000, 2004 time frame. In fact... Uh, auto, for those of you that know Auto, my, my user ID on the WordPress forums predates Autos, so wow. that's what's up. Yeah, wow. not, not that it was very uh, productive or constructive for anybody. It was me asking <laughs> dumb, dumb questions, uh, but yeah, I created my first theme, and, and off we went with WordPress. Man, I never looked back. It's been, uh, it's been a very, very important part of my life ever since, and it's helped me uh, become you know, uh, who I am in terms of my development, my design, uh, my business uh, interests, and, and certainly what I do online with websites. That's awesome. Uh, some of the most successful folks that I've sat down and talked to, Nathan Hangen, your your counterpart Brad, have all come um, from serving uh, in the U.S. Uh, military, Navy, Army, all this stuff. Uh, so thank so thank you for that. Of course, my pleasure. Uh, but can you explain how that has prepared uh, folks that uh, haven't been exposed to this before? 
uh, well, the military in general, you, you, you will look at things completely different uh, after a successful uh, tour. Now, can't speak for those knuckleheads that get kicked out with uh, uh, doing some funny, funny stuff. But I, I'll tell you that the, the way that you approach things is very regimented. You end up uh, focusing on something, and there is no... Um, uh, you know, whether there's an easy path or not to get to that end result, you're certainly going to strive and do everything possible to get there. Uh, and I think that that's something that the, the military certainly prepared me uh, to do. That was something that we certainly set out when we, we finally said, let's make this a business, for example, with security. Uh, but we, we, want, we want this to be successful. So we, we set goals, and, uh, and we, sometimes we didn't know how to get there, but, but we surely found, found a path. We created a way to get there, and I think that that intuitive kind of uh, thinking, uh, that creative uh, type of approach to any any diffi difficulty or challenge that you face, the military certainly prepares you uh, for, and, and along the way, instilling certain disciplines to help you. Right? Um, yeah. You need those tools as well. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, Nathan Hangins had a had a phrase that he got from the services: "Embrace the suck." If it sucks too bad, <laughs> embrace it. Find uh, a way to work through it. And yes. It's no. I mean, it's certainly not. You know. You know, uh, being out uh, in, uh, in in certainly combat or, or being deployed, but running a business sucks at times when you first start off. Yeah, uh, and there's I, nothing I, you can do but to charge through and keep going. Yeah, mine was suck it up, but keep your head on a swivel. I mean, it's yeah. like, oh, you're always you're always kind of just you know being very mindful of what's going on, even even when it's at its lowest point, right? Mm. Oh, I, I can certainly appreciate his comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have another pillar uh, to the foundation, which you're affluent in the arts of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? Uh, just starting, just starting. So, what, I mean, give folks what, how that actually, you know, translates into, uh, you know, work-life balance and, and to your job and, and to your overall life goals. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. So, first off, for those of you that don't understand Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it's known as the gentle art. It isn't striking. It isn't MMA, although foundationally it is one of the uh, crucial parts of successful MMA people. What it is is it's a type of grappling. It was uh, brought in by, by the Gracie family. Um, uh, there, there was a combination of judo and stuff. There was, uh, it, and anyway, a very long history for, from Brazil. Um, but it's all grappling. It's, it's, it's uh, locks. It's um, um, choking people the hell out. Uh, but it's amazing because it's like it's like chess on the mat. It is a very very you know for all the physical things that it brings. I mean, it has strengthened my core. I have lost 50, 50 pounds or so since last summer uh, training. But it's a very cerebral sport. It's very strategic, and, and what that brings to your everyday is is a is almost a calming kind of feeling. I don't know how to explain it, Matt. Um, you, you you look at problems or or challenges that you face, and you're able to kind of think through them, and you're kind of thinking beyond them now. Um, and I think that, you know, the military helped me with that, but certainly jiu-jitsu has, has helped me kind of focus uh, and has calmed me down, uh, if you will. So from uh, work-life balance, I, I go nuts. I, I like working hard, and, and that doesn't necessarily translate to, to hours, but I mean just crushing. Let, 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 let's get through these things. Mm. And when you get through those things, hey, it, you know, you get time for stuff, but sometimes you don't. If I don't get on the mat at least an hour a day, I'm like freaking out. In fact, <laughs> in fact uh, about a week ago, I slipped a disc. Uh, and this wasn't through training. I, I got hurt. Uh, and I've been out of, off the mat for about a week, about a week and a half now. And I'm like depressed. Um, it does. It's, it's this thing. It's like, it's so addictive because you're in there and it's not just working out. You're, you, you're at the same time, you're learning technique. There is a journey to it. Um, and I, I just can't talk enough about it. I think mm. it, it certainly translates to you every day. It calms you down. It helps you make decisions in a calm life. Because I mean, I you know I don't want to talk so much about the, of of course <laughs> of course the the sport, but the I, what I think was most amazing to me because um, the designer on our team, uh, Paulo, he is uh, he also practices and trains. It's about taking the person down to the mat and then and then doing the fight there mm -hmm. versus what you like you know you see in a movie where it's just like everybody's so standing up and swinging at each other. I have a couple of videos of a couple of competitions. I competed twice now, in fact, um, and I took bronze at both both uh, both events, uh, which is exciting for me. Um, it is you start out standing. There is takedown. There is some some judo esque type things. There throws, uh, shooting like wrestling, uh, even jumping into guarded air, uh, you know, um, uh, controlled positions. But it does go to the ground. Now, when you think of, of fights in general, they say that somewhere around eighty three percent fights end up on the ground. So if you have some type of a way to intelligently defend yourself on the ground, uh, you have the likelihood of, of being able to get away from a certain altercation like that. So, uh, from a self-defense perspective, um, it, it's it's a very very neat thing to have uh, in terms of your arsenal of ways to defend yourself. So let's talk about intelligently defending yourself. 
one of them being security and WordPress uh, and the security of WordPress. Uh, where did the thought come from? Uh, what was what was product one like of uh, oh, security? Sad, uh, really. Um, but that was the exciting thing is whether it was sad or not, we had an idea and an inclination of thought that maybe this is something that people needed and we did it. Right, it, it was like uh, we were never going to know unless we test it live, unless we get it get it to people. So, so dating back a little bit, uh, our our founder, who I'm a co-founder with, uh, Daniel Sid, uh, is a walking like security encyclopedia. The guy's just insane, right? Um, I met him when I got out of the Navy. I went and worked for another technical startup. It was uh, information security startup named Applied Watch Technologies. I was uh, running engineering for for the organization. We we're doing integrations uh, with open source software and putting an interface in front of it so that large enterprise uh, uh, organizations, security organizations, had a way to um, intelligently manage their security uh, suite of of network tools. One of those tools was OSEC HIDS. It was a host intrusion detection system that Daniel Sid wrote. Uh, and that's where we met. This was like 2006-2007 time frame. Well, the company I was at was acquired, and he went on to uh, actually sell uh, the project off to uh, to Trend Micro. Um, so that it was he went to work there, but we kept in touch. And all the while, you know, I was I was uh, moving along in my website kind of world. I had security experience uh, through the military. Um, so we would always, you know, and, and through Applied Watch, uh, we would always bounce ideas off of each other. And he said, you know, it'd be a really interesting uh, thing to be able to take kind of the, the principal ideas or the thought uh, and architecture behind what we were doing with host intrusion detection systems to the web and find a way to uh, manage um, or monitor uh, websites for, for malicious activity remotely. So what, what can we create in terms of signatures and definitions that we can go ping a website in some way and see those results? And then based on the results that we get back, if it matches one of our bad signatures, we can alert uh, the user, um, and, and they, they can make a decision as to what they want to do there. But that, in its initial state, that was the concept. There wasn't any cleanup. Uh, there wasn't a, a firewall. There wasn't backups. There wasn't any of this other stuff there. And we, we tested We tested In fact, the first website, and you can probably find it online, it's really scary. It's this black hat, like black, all black website. It looks like a hacker's website. You're like... All right, this is cool, and it's a security tool. But like, if you want to sell this, like, no one's going to buy it from this site. You, re you realize that. So that's you know, Daniel and I bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, you did know, you guys make that determination together, or did somebody tell you like, you guys are crazy? Like, you got to make this look more. No, no I told him that. So okay. like, he he had he had uh, created the, the software, and in fact, we started doing uh, beta testing in it like uh, early. I want to say early '09. Um, so he was testing it throughout that year, and we, we were testing on different websites. We sold our first service plan in February 2010. So this was at the time we were selling it for like seven dollars a month, <laughs> right? Seven dollars, which is actually relatively close to what we're selling it now, mm -hmm. but for, for different reasons now. It was seven bucks, and, and it was at the time just monitoring. We added the, the remediation a little bit later, um, and and at that point he's like, dude, I really want I really want to take this you know uh, further. We've created some really cool stuff here. What do we do? I said, well, let's 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 formalize this. Let's partner up. Let's found this thing. Let's make it a company. I'll take the front end. I'll put this in, in front of my network of folks. Uh, I'll, I'll push it as hard as I can. I'll redesign the front end. Uh, I'll, we'll put a dashboard to it, uh, and we'll start putting actually some marketing efforts behind it. Um, you know, all the while, like so, he's doing all the actual uh, research for for the malware stuff. He's doing the back end development. We're bouncing those ideas off of each other. So I'm like, hey, maybe we should add notifications to Twitter. Maybe we should do this. And so slowly start building that. And then his sister came on to help us with with uh, with it a little bit later. So after that started working, we're like, wow, okay. So then someone really bought it, and it's really working. What what the hell do we do next? So everything's going to PayPal. So we're like, this is so cool. There's actually money in there. Like someone someone bought this. Well, remediation becomes a concern now, right? So like they're infected. So how do we clean that up? So we started adding that in. In fact, the early days, we didn't have an automated dashboard. We didn't have a support team. We didn't have a ticket system, none of that stuff. So it was via email. We'd get their credentials. We'd log into FTP. We would we would upload some cool little scripts, that we, and we would just analyze all every single file there and, and just manual process, which was, it was totally archaic, really challenging to kind of get to these sites. So it was very slow moving. But that's where we started. And, and from there, we started to add resources. We started to... Uh, look at ways to automate that. Uh, we created a full dashboard and then a ticketing system where they can submit these tickets. And then um, now they have it uh, in our system. We can come in and you know systematically go through each each one of these tickets and respond and so on. So and this is just yeah. the both of you, right? At this point, are you and 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 his sister, right? Uh, yeah. Well, his sister hadn't started yet. Okay. 
Um, his sister started shortly thereafter. When we started remedying, we we're like, dude, we need we need help. So we still have full time jobs. Mm. Uh, uh, at that point, I'm working for Southern California Gas Company. I'm um, I'm running their um, information security awareness training team, and Daniel's at, at Train Micro. So this is just a side thing. Um, at the same time, I had started uh, uh, Cubic Two, which Cubic Two was a uh, uh, website, a WordPress uh, services company, and I started that with Tony. Uh, and that's kind of how, how Tony and I started doing business together. So for those that don't know, Tony and I are, are related uh, by marriage. My, he's my brother-in-law. He's married to my sister. So he saw my excitement around WordPress and everything I was doing there after I got out of the Navy. Um, and then uh, we, we decided, hey, let's, let's put a services company together. I was already doing it on the side anyways. Let's formalize it and make it a bigger thing. Um, from there, that was going. At the same time, he's working full-time. He was in Afghanistan at the time uh, contracting. He had gotten back. And uh, was working for um, uh, Hewlett Packard for a little bit, and he was doing some uh, operational stuff there for them. Daniel's working at Trend Micro. I'm working at the gas company, and this thing's kind of starting to take off. Tony and I looked at each other and went like, "Well, Cubic Two doesn't make sense anymore." That's at the point where, uh, well, let's step back a second. At that point, I'm talking to Daniel, and we're seeing all this stuff that started to grow in terms of accounts. There were some major outbreaks with like um, um, a couple of hosts, hosting providers that will, will remain nameless. Uh, they came asking us for help. So all of a sudden, revenue is going through the roof. Our client base is growing like at a ridiculous rate. We're going, well, shit, how do we manage this operationally, one, and financially, right? So we don't know what the hell we're doing in terms of like re really growing business from a financial perspective. Operation, I mean, sure, we can throw more resources at it, but how do we really grow that in a sustainable way? Maybe we need to bring you know, in some support. And at that time, I know Tony's background. I'm working with Tony, and, and I, he's a trusted source, which in fact – that's been a huge challenge for us because we are a security company. It's bringing in resources. Now we have processes in place at, at, to do that. But at the time, we're going, like, this is a baby. There's not many competitors in the market. and We've got some really cool IP here going. Um, we need to have trusted sources only. At this point, we, we, we asked Tony to come in uh, to help us on a monthly retainer to help us with, you know, start working through finances and stuff like that. And um, little by little, that, that's, uh, now we're moving into 2011. Things are growing. It's getting better. We're about like uh, January. We're probably February 2011, and we're going, guys. If, if we're really serious about this, um, you know, the revenue uh, trends are showing well. Our our new client um, uh, uh, trajectory is, is pretty good. It's sustaining and growing every month. Everything seems to be uh, growing at a really really nice pace. We need to really make um, um, some decisions here around uh, bringing on one of us at least, full-time, uh, to start uh, start ha hammering it at pretty good. And if we do just one at a time, we'll be able to maybe sustain that risk of, you know, maybe work through that risk a little bit. So um, here we are. Uh, Tony and I are um, the lead organizers for the first WordCamp at San Diego in 2011. And a week before that, I pulled the plug for the gas company, and I'm full-time at security. So I walk into the first WordCamp San Diego we throw together, and I'm going, well, here we are. Uh, I... I work for security full time, hmm. and from there, uh, by the end of the year, I mean we uh, revenue in, in itself. I mean it was, the growth rate was just. I mean it, it was a hockey stick at that point. Hmm. Uh, it was growing so fast because there were so many malware issues uh, that by that August Tim Thumb hit. I think it was that that, that August Tim Thumb hit, and we were the only real company out there that was able to help folks. Uh, so by January of 2012, um, all three of us um, were full time. Um, Daniel's uh, sister Karen, who's been amazing, she's full time with us now, and it's been a fat, she's been there with the you know with us from the beginning. Was 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 working with us uh, and and remediating tickets and helping through customer service and stuff. Um, I'll tell you, it's just been it's been a family ordeal, really, if you look at it that way, uh, in a good way, um, the whole time. That's um, awesome. I, I didn't even realize that um, even seeing you guys out at, at like Pressnomics and stuff, and and just being connected for so long, I didn't realize that he was a brother-in-law. Um, that's awesome because I family business right here, right? My, yeah, my mom, sure. my, my dad, my my cousins, the operations. Uh, so awesome. it, it's definitely definitely hits home for me. How did you guys think when it was three of you? I mean, it must have been a little little stressful, right? When there's three of you, like you know, a little <laughs> all over the place, and you're charging seven bucks a month. You need like three thousand customers to give yourself a, a, a modest living between the three of you over the course of the year. So those uh, things had changed already by then. So th there was already some changes by then. Um, by the end of 2010, uh, we had instituted a few different service plans. One which you still actually see today, uh, the 89.99 for for our premium one website is is 
by 20 end of 2010 is what we, we put in place. Uh, then we, we jumped from there to 10 and then 30 websites. So the pricing, and it, it was still skewed, uh, jumped. Uh, actually, it, hell, if you went for 10, 10 websites, you were getting a hell of a deal. Um, and in fact, it, it didn't scale really well at the time. Um, and that, that carried on through the end of 2011, where we had at that point decided to go and, and change pricing. We, had, we saw a big gap in between the 1 to 10, right? And, and, and this is just, the people were like, hey, we've got two or three websites, but we can't justify going to your 10 or 30 plan. And we were getting that so much, we went, well, shit, there's a huge, huge gap there between 1 and 10. Let's split that. We'll have a five five website plan, and uh, and we'll go one five and ten, and we'll see where it goes. Mm. And, and instantly, it just it just blew up. That that plan, that middle power plan, uh, was seeing uh, conversions like nobody's business. So you were uh, you were mostly getting uh, the consultant, right? That's that's finding you to hook into that because a, a one off customer would be like if a real estate agent. They'd be like, well, I only need one, so I'm only gonna sign up right. for one. Right, but what we were finding was a lot of those folks that would sign up for one eventually wanted to upgrade. They didn't, we didn't have a good upgrade path. Oh, they, gotcha. they had maybe two or three websites, four websites. Only one was infected at the time, but then they, they saw the value in, in having all of them kind of managed and monitored, so they would want an upgrade, and we wouldn't have that ability. So we, we put that middle path. We, we, we created one. We created a, an internal upgrade path. And two, we changed the plans to have a one, five, and ten plan externally, and we saw that just just blow up uh, overnight. So that was uh, January 2012, and and it was just a great move. And that was a, a lot of research and thinking, you know, through some of the discussions that we were having with, with customers. And uh, the decision was made. We put it live, very scared um, because we, we didn't know we hadn't done any real pricing changes at the time, mm. and we didn't have any real data to go off. Just basic word of mouth of what people were telling us. Right. Um, and it worked. Um, it was the right thing to do. So by then, we, we were you know we were seeing a pretty good uh, pretty good revenue steady revenue uh, stream and, and with a with a nice upward trajectory. So let's fast forward to from from that scenario to where you are today. Uh, how did you become uh, the dominant force uh, in WordPress security, and how big is the company today? I would say from a website security perspective, um, we have we have gotten to where we're at uh, by approaching um, our marketing and, and our community efforts grassroots. We've, we've never spent uh, a, a high dollar amount on advertising, uh, so we're, we're now starting to play with AdWords and things like that uh, because we're really trying to maximize our, our footprint more than, than profit or revenue from those streams, right? We want to make sure that people are kind of seeing that the service is there. That's a helpful tool. Uh, but we have uh, done things like this, Matt. We've talked to great folks like you about WordPress and what, how, how important security is and how it's everybody's responsibility and that there is a true potential risk out there and that everybody's a target and that we need to do things a little bit better and all that fun stuff and let people know that, hey, we're still here for you in the event that you get into a bad situation. Mm. Um, I, I've, I've spoken at close to probably 50 WordCamps at this point. We do other events as well. We're out there on the street talking to people. Uh, we're putting out... Pretty, pretty strong, um, and, and sometimes people don't, you know, uh, care for the type of content that we put out. But we put some pretty strong content around uh, latest trends, latest um, uh, outbreaks, some of that code, and we're really just trying to help the community understand if these things are happening, and for them to better arm themselves by being that uh, type type of company. Uh, we we have we have seen some some great successes. Mm. Uh, in terms of the marketing, well, I mean, are you looking at uh, just straight up Google ads? Are you doing any kind of any anything you can share there with sort of your your tactic behind ads for folks who might just want to advertise their their theme business, something like so, that? So yeah, we're, we're just we're putting some strong efforts into AdWords specifically, right? And going through and and uh, uh, creating ad campaigns, creating ad groups, uh, and, and words and phrases and such that make sense uh, for for the the folks that we're targeting and, and the communities that we're targeting um, and putting ads out there. And seeing how seeing how they're pushing. The idea there is to funnel them into um, um, our um, uh, our system in, in, in based on the, the, it's the regular it's the regular you know AdWords kind of uh, stuff. How do I get them into my funnel or what specific funnel based on what they're looking for, such and then move them down and, and, and ensuring that we're maximizing conversions, right? Nice. Um, but in terms of like uh, ads on websites and stuff, not something that we've really touched with. Will we down the road? Uh, yeah, I mean I've. I've I've seen a couple of our ads go out in the past. I haven't really done too much with it to maximize there. So really, just focusing on AdWords now, um, and then from there some retargeting stuff and, and the typical um, uh, retargeting kind of approach and campaign. But 
we haven't done any of that. At this yeah. point, it's, it's been really organic. Yeah, and I'm sure you're doing the, I think you mentioned this before, you're doing some of the, the community sponsorship behind WordCamps and, and, and of course, the, the monthly uh, probably WordPress meetups as well, buying pizzas yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and you found that to be a beneficial uh, beneficial you, route to go. You know, not so much the sponsorship, Matt, uh, to be quite frank. I, okay. I, I, I don't mind supporting. Um, we, we have sponsored quite a bit uh, of WordCamps, uh, not as many in the last uh, probably year. But getting out there and speaking about security, and talking to people about their their, their their security issues is really where where, where I think that the 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 real strong kind of um, uh, thought around security lies. Not so much throwing some money at folks. That's that's only helpful so far, right? Mm -hmm. I can come in and show you or show a group of folks that look. This is the latest stuff that we're seeing, and if you do these things, you're going to minimize your risk of of contracting these little you know funny you know, uh, rotating Viagra ads, right. that, that, there, there's value there, right? Like, right. They go, holy cow, these guys are really trying to help us, and, and we are, and I think, I think that that's where, where the value is. Certainly, we support work camps. We love uh, the idea of the community getting together. That's been a big part of, 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 uh, of my, my life and my, my involvement with WordPress. Mm -hmm. I've met a lot of my closest, dearest friends at work camps over the last five years, uh, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm -hmm. um, but the sponsorship money, certainly, it, it's... If you're if you're sponsoring, thinking that you're going to see a high return, a word camp. If you're sponsoring a word camp, thinking you're going to see a high return, um, you you might want to readdress um, your, your whole uh, marketing strategy in terms of events and stuff because you're you're not going to. It's not a hard sell. It never will be, and that's not the purpose of sponsoring uh, a word camp. The, the purpose there is to help that word camp be successful. Mm. Um, and there, there it, with that comes some cool stuff, you know, and some. Uh, some some branding things, and so, although there are some changes, <laughs> legal changes going on with that as well in the community, um, because it, they are a five hundred five hundred one uh, or five hundred three, excuse me. It, it is what it is. I think that the value is really going out there and 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 entrenching yourself in the community and helping them understand the things that maybe you're you're good at. Right, and then a lot of folks aren't even using it as the end game to kind of convert on their product, but there might be just trying to raise their impression awareness for their business to either mm -hmm. hire. Uh, to hire new folks that are attending WordCamps to find new talent, that kind of thing. Very, very uh, few of them are hoping that they can actually find their potential client uh, or customer there. I see a lot of value in that, right? So if you're looking uh, as a talent acquisition tool, uh, I think you've got you've got a great opportunity if you're hitting a lot of the, of the bigger WordCamps, right? Um, you know, we we've we haven't hired too much directly from the WordPress community. We do have a couple that I, I specifically met, uh, and Tony uh, specifically met through WordPress. But um, I think it's a great tool, especially for the more um, uh, uh, WordPress-specific uh, products, organizations, and services out there. That's a, a no-brainer. You've got amazing pool of talent to, to go, and, and the investment is really uh, minimal uh, for you to go out there, learn about the community, uh, and get involved with the community that you're building a business around. And start to really, really, uh, you know, rub rub uh, shoulders with with the talent from that community. Mm. Is it Great because tool. that security you don't really? It doesn't really matter if they just like if they're like a, a hardcore WordPress developer. They just kind of need to know like system level stuff and and security based like access rules. Like what makes the what's the prime candidate to be hired by Sakuri? Uh, for so it depends on what you're being hired in for, right? So we've got we've got uh, um, our support team, our security support team, which is doing uh, all, all the remediation and working through that. We got a products team that's uh, working in troubleshooting uh, pro product issues. So let's say, for example, uh, you come in and set up cloud proxy or firewall product, and you're having some DNS problems, or you see a bug, or something just doesn't seem right. You would work with them. Uh, so they're gonna, you know, there's there's a broad range of things. We've got developers that are working. Um, uh, uh, some of them are ops, so they're, they're more deeper rooted in system type development stuff. They're, and then we've got PHP developers. Uh, we've got research guys, which are just looking for the really, really nasty stuff out there. So it really depends on, on what we're what our need is at the time mm -hmm. uh, when we're hiring, what we'll be looking for. So it could be a broad range of things. We've got support, uh, support folks, external sales support that are doing nothing but um, pre-sale stuff, right? And talking talking through potential clients and helping them understand the problems because oftentimes people come to us and say like I've got this problem and it's Viagra ad, but they don't understand what's going on so we're helping them understand kind of what their issues are so they can make uh, good sound business decisions around what they need to do to, to, to limit um, any of the potential backfall that comes with being infected with that Viagra ad. Right? Mm. So we've got a range of folks and it just really depends the instance uh, uh, in terms of what we're what we're hiring for and what we're looking for that for in that candidate. 
Mm. So, so many different, uh, some various amounts of, of departments that people can go into. You support mm -hmm. many platforms. It's not just WordPress, Certainly. it's Joomla, it's, it's Drupal. It probably could let, be. Let, let me throw this out there because, yeah, people people think we're WordPress only. And uh, that's flattering because I, I've got a WordPress tattoo. Like, I love WordPress. But we are platform agnostic. We work, uh, although we don't like working with .NET, we can work with any of it, right? If it's live on the internet, if it's infected with malware, we will crush that malware. And mm. that's the reality. <laughs> so in, in, you find yourself one day, three guys part-time working separate jobs to all of a sudden now, which seems like a sizable company, how many employees do you have roughly? Uh, we're right around 30. So 30 employees, you go from three part-time guys kind of side job stuff to now you have various products, 30 people to manage. What's going on in your mind as you as you scale, and how have you been how have you been dealing with it? Have you been turning to anybody in a mentorship fashion? Do you have outside advisors that come in to help you out? How does that work? Whiskey, whiskey is just <laughs> no, no. Uh, joking aside, we do have some advisors that that, that uh, we we uh, we're very happy to work with. Um, a lot of great reading, a lot of uh, a lot of great 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 resources out there. I mean, you look at the look. For example, look at the stuff that's happened uh, over at WP Engine and how they've grown. I, I use them as an example because they're a company that's a WordPress-based company uh, that uh, that started uh, started fairly small, but then took a funding round and has some great leadership and they built some great partnerships and stuff there. Um, and they've been very successful. They've done things that hasn't you know you've never seen um, in, in the WordPress community. And I think that that's that's a good good way to kind of look at some of the potential places that you could be. Um, if you continue working, you can start as a small, you know, uh, uh, service shop, a theme shop, what have you. Uh, but they, when you look at what Mr. Cohen's done over there. I mean, like it's, it, it's possible. It's just a matter of continue, continue to work through all the challenges you're going to face, which you're going to face a lot. Mm. And so let's talk about the security, a WordPress security uh, market, product services, things like that. Uh, it now seems, at least in the last six months or so, um, a lot of little plugins popping up or, or folks um, venturing off into new sort of security verticals. Mm -hmm. Somebody comes knocking on your door as either a customer, this was a two-part question, so either as a customer like, hey, what do you guys do? Uh, or an investor kind of scenario like, hey, we want to get to kind of know you. Do you look at yourself as, well, we're like a cloud flare. We're, like, we're just a big... Security fence uh, that we that will filter you. Do you see yourself competing at that level with like a Cloudflare, or is it more like, oh yeah, we compete against these other local WordPress uh, security businesses? I, I think that the, the great questions, uh, by the way. I think that these are these are fundamentally different things that we're all doing. Uh, when you look at what we're doing with Cloud uh, Proxy, our, our um, web application firewall, that is certainly something um, that I, I, what my argument is that it's better than anything uh, that Cloudflare is putting out there in terms of firewall product. Not a CDN, not a performance thing. Cloudflare is awesome at that. But in terms of a firewall, I, I would certainly say we compete at, 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 that, at that level. When you start looking at the other products that we offer, these aren't plugins. We have a plugin as part of our service. Well, when we take security and where we want people to start thinking about security is at the edge outside of their website because the problems are bigger than that. A, a, a plugin, a, a good plugin, uh, can, can help you, a security plugin can help you with certain things on your WordPress instance. They cannot help you across your entire uh, server. And that's the challenge that people don't understand. It's like, well, I've got WordFence or I've got this other awesome plugin. They're all great in their own, own right. I'm not saying that they're not. But don't, don't be mistaken to think that they're going to cover you for all of the things that you need from a security perspective. Uh, you know, we start talking about brute force and DDoS and all that, and that's great because we're blocking WP admin and all those cool little tricks. That's at, that's at your website level. What happens to all the traffic coming in there? And it's bombarding and now, now an availability issue that those plugins couldn't stop. So we need to think broader. We need to think bigger. And that's where we are trying to take security. We are taking security in terms of what, for, what, for websites. Is we need to think beyond that. We need to become more proactive and we need to do this at the edge. We need to do this before that traffic can actually infiltrate and attack your site or your server. If you've got 10 websites on your server, no, let's, let's drop that back. You've got th three pieces of software on your server. You've got WordPress. Let's say you're running uh, vBulletin and, uh, you know, take your choice of, of, of whatever other software you want to throw in. It's all integrated, and that's your website experience. You've got your forms, all this cool stuff. WordPress has got all these plugins and kick-ass, and nothing's, nothing's infecting there because it's – or nothing nothing has happened there. It's all updated and everything else, but vBulletin gets a virus that you haven't updated or you haven't done what you need to do there. Maybe you don't understand the software. And that gets infected. Guess what gets hit? Everything. It, it's all hit. Let's say 
you know, let's say, let's say exactly that scenario. Uh, what happens if you've got other websites on that server? So now not only has that that uh, that WordPress instance and that vBulletin and that other piece of software got nailed, but the three, four, five other websites that you have on that same shared server just got crushed. So we need to think bigger bigger picture than just plugins. Plugins are cool for certain things, but in most of my discussions, I I, I call it WordPress security kill the noise. I, I don't use any plugins uh, on my site um, at this point because I'm, I'm putting it behind a firewall. Uh, I'm restricting access to just those that need access, right? I don't have 10 ad, admin users. I don't have 20 people with FTP access or SSH. I, I'm, I'm doing the things that we need to do to reduce risk. Make, make sure that your stuff's updated. Not storing a bunch of crap on my server, right? Password management. Make sure I have strong passwords. Uh, um, Two-form authentication. It's those, those security principles that are going to help you, uh, along with making sure that you're stopping that, that bad stuff from hitting your server altogether. So mm. plugins are cool, but I, I think that we rely on them way too heavily. So do you see yourself more as a security platform or a plug-in, plug-and-play kind of product where you can say, oh, I need security, plug me in, but then they say, well, I can't plug you in unless I have server access, and then I can't plug you in if I don't have uh, uh, you know, some kind of system in place at your own business, uh, like you know, you're not doing passwords correctly, you're sharing the wrong information. Like at what point? Like where do you go? What's your most? Uh, what's the favorite thing you like to snuggle up with? Is, is it being a platform or is it being sort of that plug-and-play stuff? We are we are a website security service company. Is what we are. So we offer we offer software as a service. We offer um, a web a website application firewall, right? That's that's um, all you're doing is basically it's a DNS change and we're managing all that for you in the cloud. Okay. So we're looking at all that traffic, all that fun stuff, and stopping it. You can log into security if you've got that in front of your website and do things like whitelist IP addresses to come into your WP admin. We take a whitelist approach. We block we block everything first and then allow the stuff that needs to come in, right? So it's very very contrary to, to a lot of the practices that you see out there. But it's services-based. From there, we monitor your website because in the instance that you have that firewall on that one website, but you have another website on that same server that gets exploded by those Viagra ads, we can still monitor your, your your website, and from there we'll alert you if it gets infected, and we can still come in and remediate you. These are all services that we offer, along with um, you know backups, which which is very important. But remote backups, and that's that's something that we we want to uh, really you know harp on is a lot of folks store their stuff locally uh, on, on their servers. Which as an attacker, a couple of first things you're probably going to do is you're one you're going to destroy backups when you destroy their website, and two you're going to destroy all the access and, and error logs, so people don't know that you're there. So all that stuff kind of goes away. We need to we need to start thinking about multiple backups in multiple places away from your production environments. So we we offer services. We offer a full um, service security website security service suite is, awesome. is what we do. Yeah, I worked at an ISP for about seven years. So it was it was they actually took that approach where they just blocked everything, which sort of was a nightmare <laughs> sometimes with with people not being able to access certain things. But it was sort of that block everything and then and then we'll open up what comes through. Back in two thousand back. Uh, in 2013, uh, Security acquired a company called Unmasked Parasites. We talk about sort of all these different little plugins that are out there for WordPress. Is, is Security looking at other folks like, hmm, even though they only do like a, a basic evaluation of security or they do this basic like brute force block, um, is that something you keep your eye on for, for potential uh, acquisitions and things like that? Uh, I'm always I'm always open to talk to folks. I'll tell you that. Are we actively looking at uh, uh, or, or actively in acquisition discussions with anybody? No, not at the moment. Uh, but always interested to see what's out there. Always interested to see great products. Right. Always interested to be able to help where there's a great product and we could somehow successfully assist them in growing that or 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 introducing that into our products into making it something great right mm-hmm. um, you know we, we feel pretty strongly around the things that we're doing whether it's brute force DDoS and so on and we're continually improving that with with the team that we have on board now um, you know unmasked parasites made a lot of sense we've known Dennis uh, who created that and he's an amazing researcher uh, for years and we've we've um, that, I think that's what enabled that that whole thing to kind of work is that we've we've helped each other. We've worked with each other for since I can remember, um, and it it was a logical fit. He was doing scanning just like we were scanning. Uh, we were often talking about definitions and stuff. It made sense. Um, so we said, let's combine forces. He's now one of our lead researchers, and I, I, I got to meet him in person here at our um, uh, security con, if you will, uh, in January in person, and it's just a great. 
great dude, really smart, and uh, it, it made sense for us to bring that in. So in that instance, exactly that, right? If there's a service, a, pl a product, a plug, and we've looked and had discussions in the past, um, and sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Sometimes it does. Hmm. Let's talk about WordPress, uh, WordPress, WordPress. Community. <laughs> WordPress, WordPress community in general. Uh, so I'm going to go right at you with this one. Feel free to get me in a leg lock, arm bar, hoist grate, whatever the moves are that, <laughs> that, that you, you see fit. So over the years, we've seen how pivotal WordPress relationships can be from you know Matt Mullenweg being around uh, a very close core set of WordPress developers in the early days and then seeing uh, some of the uh, spinoff that those developers have been able to, uh, to build with their businesses, Automatic and agencies in the early days, uh, mm -hmm. the beta programs of VIP pla uh, partnerships and things like that. In fact, I have uh, an interview coming out this week of the VP of Automatic Product and Services that should be really interesting. Uh, to big theme shops uh, being connected with communities uh, and sort of getting the in with folks. Uh, you recently posi uh, positioned Bradcast, a partner with WP Engine. How do you see this uh, sort of um, brand partnership uh, in the long term for all brands involved, WP Engine, Sakuri, and Web Dev Studios? Uh, we've, we've positioned with Torque.io, um, which, is, which has been great. Uh, and they are a media outlet for, for WordPress. Uh, I think a great one and a growing one. Uh, they certainly do have um, a background and backing by, by WP Engine. Um, I think that it's very different than the relationships that you may have been talking about and some of those business uh, entities that have formed, grown, partnered, ate each other up, what have you, over the years. Our play on Dragcast has never been one for profit. It is never going to be one for profit. It is one uh, because Brad and I never shut the hell up. We love WordPress, and we love talking to uh, really, really bright people, uh, a lot brighter than us, in the WordPress community. And beyond that, we would like to see that show stem into something larger than just WordPress, uh, hence the agnostic name. There's no WP WordPress, nothing in there. And I think we think we have the ability to do that and really talk about some really cool stuff and some really amazing folks like we're doing now. Um, to do that, we have day jobs. We have things that we do have business with that we are creating for, for, for financial gain. Um, and, and those need to stay very, very clear, right? Although, although you'll see some integration or, or interaction, which is, uh, I think, normal because we're part of the show and we're both business owners. Um, those are very separate. And to be able to get in, in, into a great relationship with a growing media outlet in the WordPress world, it made a lot of sense for us. There isn't, there, aren't, uh, there isn't a lot of syndication going on with, with podcasts yet. Uh, there isn't a lot of great po podcasts yet. There's a few of them. Matt Report, one of them. Us, the, the cooler. There's a few of them that are starting to grow. We need more of that. We felt that for us, being able to get with, uh, with, with an organization that had uh, uh, strong processes and, and a growing audience, it made sense in tandem to have kind of the, the written, long-form type stuff along with some, some video or, and audio uh, interaction. I think we both grow together as, as, um, as media stuff. It doesn't mean that there can't be more of that, right? right, right. But I think it's very, very different than, than the business, uh, business relationships that you see uh, across, uh, across the WordPress landscape. Right, and, I, and, I, and so my next question is sort of based off that answer, and I'll, I'll wrap it with the context of I, I think that um, it is what it is when, when like when you guys make a, a great partnership uh, with Torque um, uh, to align yourself with the media, and I think that a lot of folks just have to take a step back and say, "Hey, look, this is what happens, right? This is this is what this is what happens. Like, there's there's no wrong." And as, as a media guy myself, I'm like, "Damn," but we're competitive, right? We're friends, and we're competing for like audience. And even though we, like you said, there's there's only four or five major WordPress podcasts, and we're all sort of fragmented throughout the week and the month, uh, if you would. And I look back, I'm like, damn. You know, damn, they, they, got, a, they got a great um, brand alignment. But I'm just going to work harder on my own end to promote myself, too. Do you Matt, Matt, that, that, that means, so, one, if you're looking for something like that, I, I'm not saying that you are or aren't. I think that that validates that if you're putting out good enough content that people care about, that there's always an opportunity there. So don't don't sweat the small stuff. Right. Be excited about it because what's exciting for us may be exciting for you. And I'm not saying that to you directly. I'm just saying for anybody out there listening is the opportunity is there. It's only as good of an opportunity as you let it be. So if you're down with it, rock and roll. Keep on trucking. Put out kick-ass content, and it will come. Right. 
and, and same thing with product, right? And and services that that we provide yeah, in the WordPress space. WordPress is weird, right? We're all like, <laughs> hey, we all love each other. It's kumbaya. It's all this great stuff. But then, sort of at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, when you get at the bigger level with more acquisitions coming, uh, you know, let's say I don't know, uh, Norton comes out with a WordPress plugin, and now you're like, oh god, now I got to compete against Norton antivirus. Uh, you know, we're in a, in a weird position now where it's like we're all sort of maturing after 10, 11 years in this business. Where do you think it's going as far as sort of uh, acquisitions and, and sort of starting to see some competition uh, boil up to the top? I, I think you're going to, well, in the services world, you're going to continue to see. So it's, it's neat to see how it's actually went. Uh, Tony and I had a very candid discussion when we started Cubic 2. And we said, man, it would be really interested to make uh, some type of services conglomerate where we can create uh, a teams process and, and and an approach to hitting large enterprise to small or uh, organizations that need WordPress uh, theme development plugins, etc. How would that look like? We're so small now. We're starting to grow. What if we partnered up with the WDSs or the you know the crowd favorites? And this is this is 2011, right? And what are you seeing now? We're gone from that business. We're in, we're in, we're in the security business, but we giggle because we're like, holy cow! Exactly what we talked about and, and thought about is exactly what we're seeing now. That is normal process. That is, I think, that is a it's, it's a normalcy that you're going to continue to see in the WordPress world. Whether it's theme shops, plugins, whether it's these these, these great service companies that are, that are, are starting to um, uh, penetrate into large organizations and enterprises because WordPress is growing into that. Um, we're going to continue to see it. You know, when we talk enterprise, it's funny. Most people think enterprise as these big, giant external websites, right? That's that's not the case. So WordPress alone, anyways. WordPress has a lot, a lot of great opportunity within large organizations. I'm talking uh, alongside of uh, um, uh, large document repositories and things like that to run informational websites, right? Controlled, uh, controlled uh, content with distributed creation of that content into organizations across the larger scheme of, of, of a Fortune 500, for example. They're, we haven't penetrated there because the trust factor hasn't been built. And what these services companies are starting to do is penetrating to that world. Internal use of WordPress. And, and when we start thinking of that, we're talking about 20% of the web. That's great. But what about, what about the percentage of large organizations running this internally? We have no idea what those numbers look like, but I think that that's, that's going to carry us into the future, and that's going to be a large play for WordPress for years to come. We're going to see the need for more plugins, more themes, more just more awesomeness. I think it's going to continue to grow, and you're going to continue to see these types of partnerships and integrations, acquisitions, mergers, and such uh, as we continue to mature. It's, it's natural progression. That's awesome. And sort of the last question of the more formal interview, and this you might have just hit the nail right on the head. In your perspective, what's the biggest challenge uh, WordPress faces, be it WordPress the product or WordPress the community? Uh, is it sort of that education into the into the larger, like you said, 20% big deal? What happens when we get into corporate? Um, it, it's, it's education, no doubt. Uh, so the, I, I see two, two WordPress communities, or maybe a community and a sub-community. We are the sub-community. We're the developers, the diviner, uh, designers, we're the, uh, the service companies, the products and stuff around it. And then we have WordPress users, Word, WordPress nation, if you will. It's, it's, it's education of that because it, it, they are our strongest asset at the same time our weakest link. Because of the lack of education, we get things into things like you know WordPress is insecure or this plugin sucks or this one's great and all this discussion that 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 kind of it's a hodgepodge of 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 of, of it's just weird right like it, it kills trust in a lot of instances and when you start to get in these large enterprise organizations that are looking for that they're getting all of that all that noise and it's like well shit I'm used to spending about a hundred percent more on this product over here because it's closed source but it's named Microsoft or it's named what have you. How am I going to trust an open source product that doesn't have a vendor behind it, it's a third party organization running this? How does that work? So it's continue to educate, continue to educate the community and over time um, we'll, we'll be fine. But it's got to be from all of us. Uh, we've all, we've got, we all got to be responsible. Just like I tell people about the security piece, like look, kill the noise, let's think through the principles, Let's, let's, let's keep what's right right and what's correct and fact fact and everything else we need to just kind of throw out the window. We can do that at large in the community. We'll be fine. It's just going to be a, a hell of a curve. Yeah, <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh, for those of you who stick around to the Matterport Pro, uh, Dre's going to stick around and talk about ADB AB testing and why that's super important for your business and conversions. We're going to launch into the last two segments 
uh, real quick. What's in your toolbox? What app or SaaS product do you use to get your business done that most folks might not know about? Like an Evernote, but maybe something a little bit more under the radar that you use on a daily basis. I lost you there. Nope. Are we still connected? Uh, I think so. What was the last piece uh, there? Sorry. Yep. So the, uh, what's in your toolbox? What app or SaaS product do you use uh, that gets you through your business? Um, like an Evernote, but something maybe that's under the radar a little bit more. Ooh, under the radar. That's well. I don't think it's under the radar anymore. We use uh, HipChat for all of our internal discussions. Um, you know, Skype on the regular for like let's say our, our management chat stuff. Uh, but HipChat is ridiculous. Like it's super cool to chat with all of our teams and creating channels and stuff. Um, and then Jira, which is is actually created by the same same folks, J I R A, uh, which handles anything from our, our bugs uh, to uh, pro project management stuff. Um, ultimately. So that, that I've got running all the time, uh, along with um, everything Google, uh, which at this point, who really doesn't? In fact, I just, I, I, just, um, I just put together a new MacBook Air, and I got rid of all my clients. So like I have no clients. I'm using um, Hootsuite. I'm using um, um, HipChat. I'm using all my Google stuff, all just in Chrome, and there you have it. I hear you. HipChat's really awesome. I've been looking at that, too, for our stuff because it is, it's super flexible, and it's just cross-platform works everywhere. It's awesome. It's lightweight and pretty inexpensive as well. Yeah. Lightning round, I'll ask you a series of quick questions. You'll have a series of quick answers. One plugin you cannot live without besides your own. <laughs> oh, that's just terrible. <laughs> I'd say Gravity Forms. A favorite WordPress or business book that's not Brad's or Lisa's. Oh, shoot. Man, why... Uh, I'd say rework. Rework is it's something I've read like three times, dude. It's it's a uh, pretty cool stuff. Out of the Thirty Seven Signals Camp, uh, good stuff. Actually, the Base Camp Camp now because they've re renamed yep. and the, and the whole thing. But uh, rework a uh, killer killer book. I'd suggest certainly. What's a quote you live or run your business by? If you don't ask, you don't get. Mm, that's a great one. What's the best business advice you've ever received or career advice you've ever received? If you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> and what's the longest, back in your days of doing WordPress services, what's the longest a client project ever took? Oh, shit. I think it's still ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, no, that's terrible. Uh, I would say probably about six months. If you had to switch to another CMS, what would it be? I would go flat file, HTML. Uh, who should I interview next? Uh, you, you should try Tony Perez. Ah, that's a good one, yes. Awesome stuff, uh, Dre. Uh, it's been an amazing interview. Tons of knowledge dropped on the, on the WordPress entrepreneurship community, so I thank you for that. Where can folks find you on the web to say thanks? Uh, well, for me personally, at Dre Meda, D-R-E-M-E-D-A. Uh, if you're looking uh, for security services, which you should at least go check it out if you don't have something now, is uh, security.net, S-U-C-U-R-I.net. Awesome stuff. For those who are watching the live show, this only happens once in a while. You can get the uh, pro segment free because that's coming up next. For those listening on iTunes, you have to follow me at Matt Report to know when these, when these awesome uh, sessions go free and live. Uh, MattReport.com slash join. Uh, check that stuff out. See you on the flip side.